Welcome to the Authentic Online Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Gray, and today I have the pleasure of talking with the fabulous Kim Stewart from Book Marketing Mania. Welcome, Kim. Thanks, Ruthie. This is so fun. Well, we are recording this together, and we are at the Spark Media Conference, where it's about all things podcasting. And so we thought it would be fun if we podcasted an episode together and then we were like, wait, how do we do it? <laughs> how do we share the, the mic and all that stuff? Here's the thing. We were trying to make it too hard. And Kim's like, well, I don't have all the questions. And should you ask me questions? Or how are we going to do this? And I was like, you know, let's just do it. We've got half an hour. Let's just bust it out. And that's the thing about podcasting a lot of times. We make it too hard, but it's not just podcasting, is it, Kim? It's like everything. Yes, everything we do online, yeah. Well, email, it just, it doesn't matter. We just, we have to get our ducks in a row and like make it perfect. But today, this is not going to be perfect. This is going to be off the cuff. Yes. So I want y'all to know what a connector and a community-minded person Kim is. I say this all the time. Kim is the friend of the friendly friends. She is always connecting (laughs) me with someone new. And that is a fantastic character trait. And not all of us have it, but we need to cultivate it and we need to cultivate community. So today, Kim's going to share some secrets with us for how she does that. Don't worry, Kim. I'm going to ask you some (laughs) questions that I have in my brain. And we're going to talk about what it's like to be on her end, making the connections, and what it's also like to be on the receiving end of those connections, because everybody needs both, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And now, listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor, so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you, because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Before we get started with today's show, I want you to know that my book, Empty Nest Awakening, Weaving the Threads of Your Passions into Purpose, launches next week, Tuesday, October 17th. But you can get in on the pre-order bonuses right now. Go to ruthiegray.com and you will be taken to the book page where you can see and download a free sample and then order your copy. You can get a hard copy or you can get a Kindle copy. And then all you have to do to get the pre-order bonuses is insert your information and your email and we will send them right over and you can get started pre-reading right away. The bonuses are a chapter from the book about fear and our book journaling guide. The journaling guide is taken from the chapters that have questions and visuals for how to weave your passions into purpose. I think you're going to love it. So I can't wait to get these things in your hand. So go to ruthiegray.com and you'll see the book right there. All right, welcome back. So like I said, we're talking to the fabulous Kim Stewart. And first of all, Kim, welcome to the show. And just tell the folks a little bit about what your podcast is about. 
Yeah, it's Book Marketing Mania, and I help nonfiction authors market their books, mostly on podcasts, so building an audience and marketing their books on podcast, yes, like we're doing is, today, kind of. <laughs> it is kind of like that, yeah. And it's so important to know how to do this, and a lot of writers aren't naturally marketers, mm-hmm. and so we need people to know about our books, don't we? Yes, absolutely, and, and much earlier than you think. So listening to Ruthie's podcast, you hear that a lot, just you know, sharing. She has so many good episodes about sharing nuggets about your book as you're writing your book. And, you know, that's just all part of building your audience is getting started super early. So the marketing starts way earlier. A lot of people think I have to just have my book in hand and then I think about marketing Mm -hmm. and we don't want to do that. You want to start really early. And so, yeah, be sure and tune into all the episodes Ruthie talks about with online marketing, making it authentic and, you know, just sharing your heart. And you do such a good job of that, Ruthie. So I really applaud you for that. Well, thank you. And you do a great job of sharing how to podcast pitch and things like that on your show. So you guys check out Book Marketing Mania after this. (laughs) Kim, I have had so many connections. I've met so many people through you. First of all, how do you meet so many people? How do you make all of these connections? You know, that's such a great question. I don't know that there's anything specific or strategic. I don't feel like it's anything I've cultivated. It just, it it is just a gift and it just just happens. And I just love it. I love connecting people. And so I think, you know, when I come across somebody online that, you know, maybe I like what something they're saying, or, you know, somebody's recommended a book to me or somebody's just like, Hey, here's a friend you should get to know. I always try to like, can we schedule a quick coffee chat or, you know, if we're if we're local or we're at a conference like this, I mean, I just try to take advantage of those opportunities and get a few minutes to meet somebody and just see, you know, what is their passion? And if they're podcasters like us, like, what is your podcast about? Just God automatically will say, gosh, you need to introduce these two people. Who are you looking for to be on your podcast in the same way? God just always fires off names in my mind. And I just try to act on it as quick as I can, because otherwise I'll forget. I don't know that I have like a plan for it all, but I have been trying to be more strategic when I'm at in-person conferences like this. I've been to so many where I've gone home and been like, oh, why didn't I take time to meet this person? I had an opportunity, but you could still connect online. I don't know. I think just taking advantage of whatever opportunities come before me and not being afraid. This is, I'm a huge introvert and I know (laughs) Ruthie is too, which is kind of a surprise because we we kind of are extroverted introverts, but being an introvert, it's really hard sometimes to reach out and make those connections. But I think we just, we just have to, like God just brings people into our path and we just have to take advantage. I mean, I hate to say take advantage of it, but you do just have to take advantage of that opportunities giving you. I don't know there's a real strategy to it, but it's Mm -hmm. definitely just something I'm drawn to. And I love, love just connecting people because you know, as well as I do, that it's all about community. As writers, we sit behind our desk with our podcast mic and tap away on our keyboard and it's really lonely and we need community around us. Even if it's just online, you know, we don't Mm -hmm. have to always meet in person, but we always need people just to pour into us and then us turn around and pour into other people. So it's just connections make the world go around. Well, I always say community grows opportunity. Mm -hmm. And That is the key to growing your platform and gaining exposure to other people and new audiences. Mm -hmm. I think you've probably at least brought me 10 people in just this last year that have expanded my circles Mm -hmm. and made me grow even more. I mean, one of them that you brought to me, you connected Kent Sanders Mm -hmm. and I. And Kent Sanders, I give credit to for inspiring me to write my book Mm -hmm. because the first time that he and I zoomed together, he said, I wonder if you should write a book. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no, I don't have time for that. And then later (laughs) it just kept 
being impressed on me. And I know it was the Holy Spirit just working through me. And so the book is coming out, as all of you know, because I talk about it all the time. It's coming out October 17th. But it was just just that one little connection, you know. And so I think you guys have seen Kim in action. And she will sit down. Now, she says she's an introvert. I think <laughs> I'm even more of an introvert than her because she sits down and whoever's at the table, she's like, hi, how are you? What's your name? And, and what's your podcast? And then she goes on and she's very interested in the other person. And I think we need to cultivate that. It's easy to just want other people to know us, but we've got to cultivate that and we've got to put that foot forward. I've seen her do it. And I'm trying to be more like Kim. Be like Kim <laughs> at the conference. And don't go up and hide in my room. <laughs> I know, that's hard. Hey, and I want, I want to tell you about Kent. And so Kent Sanders that we're talking about, he hosts the Daily Writer podcast. Mm-hmm. And I got connected to him through lots of connections. So I had met someone who I, sh- I also should connect you with, Ruthie, just thinking that she's in Florida. Okay. Uh, Nadine Mullins, my friends that host the Faith Women and Business podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw her speak at online, speak at a summit. Or I think she reached out to me when I commented something about the summit. And so we were like, okay, we need to meet up. And, you know, we got on a Zoom call and got to know each other. And she immediately followed up with me and said, hey, I have another friend I want you to meet that mm-hmm. supports authors. Mm-hmm. And so we got on the phone and we chatted and had a great talk. And then he said, hey, I've got another friend I want you to meet. He supports authors. And that was Kent. And so mm-hmm. Kent and I made the call. And then we were just like, I want you to be on my podcast and mm-hmm. have just stayed friends. And then, yeah, we've been able to connect you to and connect Kent to a lot of people. So it's so nice for somebody to connect you with someone that can help you or you can help them. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you just need to turn around and, and just pay that forward. And and it's just, yeah, it's just amazing what God can use with all that. It is wonderful. And I think the thing that we're hesitant about is when you receive an email and it's connecting you with another person, you're like, okay, how much of, the, mm-hmm. of my time is this going to take? Mm-hmm. And is this really going to be something that I need to do? And mm-hmm. I want to encourage all of you to just take a chance. Yes, sometimes it'll be a flop. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not right. But that's where you have to learn to say no. We have to learn to say no a lot of times. And that's okay because you say say your good no so that you can say your best yes. Mm -hmm. The more you say no, not that you should say no a lot of times to new connections, but the more you know your boundaries and and where you're headed, the more people respect you for knowing Mm -hmm. your wheelhouse and your authority. But I do want to address that when you meet people, do you naturally just say when somebody connects you, do you say, let's hop on a Zoom? I mean, how much time do you put into something like that? Yeah, I think it just depends. And you have to really evaluate. I think like you're saying, you have to be open because just making that connection, even an email can can be beneficial. But I think you just have to pray about it and just be open to however the Lord leads you on it, because it's not always, yeah, it's not always going to be a Zoom call. And sometimes you can tell, like if somebody reaches out to you, maybe some of those initial questions they ask, you know, they might ask questions to let you know, okay, this is going to be something I really, I'm not going to have time for. Mm -hmm. I just have a feeling there's an ask in there that I'm not going to be able Mm -hmm. to answer. Mm -hmm. Or you just feel like it's somebody that you need to connect with, but they just have a different business model that you're not your business isn't similar, you know, you're not, maybe you're not on a similar journey. And so you may or may not invest as much time in that. But I think just being open to it, stay connected. You can connect on social without even getting on a Zoom call. So it's not always a Zoom call, but depending on who it is, if it's somebody that supports authors, and I'm always love to, 
you know, connect with people like that. But I, I think you just kind of have to seek on a case by case basis. And you can you can seek how much somebody's going to push to get a Zoom meeting, you know, how much they want to get in touch right. with you. Or is it just they just want to connect online? And most people are usually happy to just do that. Just like, hey, connect with mm -hmm. me on Instagram. And mm -hmm. Ruthie's so great about this. And I want to say one thing, too, that's helped me so much with and this is like a whole different conversation, Ruthie, but the thing that's helped me so much like referring people to you is that you have your lane and you stick to it. And I mean, you can kind of get outside of it and show different faces of Ruthie, but I know you're the Instagram person and you're the email marketing person. Anybody that it, it, the word Instagram comes out of their mouth, I'm like, oh my gosh, you have to go check out Ruthie. I can sure try to tell you some things, but I want to send you to the expert. And I think that's that's really important for writers to think about. Like, you know, when we talk about what we write about, sometimes it can be really general. Nobody likes a niche word, but the more you can kind of really niche down what mm -hmm. you're talking about and writing about. It's going to be so much easier to refer people yes. for you to build your community and, and have people to help share your book when the time comes. Mm -hmm. That is fire right there. That is the ultimate magic. And that's how Kim operates. And, and I love it because she she knows who not to send me and who to send me mm -hmm. and other people. So you got to uh, spend time knowing your wheelhouse, knowing your lane, and then whether, you know, this is not that people aren't worthy of your time, mm -hmm. but just exactly how much time do you have and who are you going to talk with, but be open-minded about it. I know Kim pretty well, even though this is the first time we've met mm -hmm. IRL, we we have shuffled clients back and forth. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Shuffle, like, <laughs> I didn't Referred. mean it like that. Refer people. <laughs> they don't necessarily become clients, yeah. but they become colleagues or yes. refer other people to you. And I know that she's going to send me quality people. When you meet people and you learn about their industry, how does that process go in your mind, though, that's like, oh, I should connect this person and this person? Is it just inherent and you think of it or do you really think about it as you're talking or later or how does that work? Yeah, I feel like it always comes up in the conversations. Like every time I'm talking to somebody you know, they'll say something and I immediately jot down and I usually will tell them, I've got to connect okay. you with Ruby. And so I'll make a little note so I can remember and it sparks me and I'm just like, excuse me, I have to stop and tell you that I have somebody to connect you with. God just brings it to mind. And it's like, these are two people that need to meet. And just remember like when you connect people, just the same with if somebody is connecting with you, you know, just be open to it. And if you're sending somebody a connection, just let them know. I mean, I try really hard to say, Ruthie, I, you know, I want you to meet this person and, mm -hmm. and share something about them from your your input. I'm not just sending you this bio. I'm telling you why I'm sending you Kent Sanders. You know, this mm -hmm. is what he does. And then I tell Kent in the same email, this is Ruthie and this is why I want you to meet her. Mm -hmm. What happens after that is is up to the other yeah, people, you know, but exactly. you've at least made that connection. And that's why I say just be open if somebody does bring you a connection. That doesn't say they're like recommending like you need to work with this person mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, endorse this book or anything like that. But you're just making a connection and it's then just, just let God, God do what he will with it. It's just keeping an open mind. It may not be really anything that you do together, but at least you come to know each other and maybe sometime you'll be able to refer someone to that mm -hmm. person or they can refer someone to you. It's super important to widen your friend circle. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we're doing here at Spark Media Conference. Mm -hmm. I wanted to meet Kim. It had been on our radar for a long time to meet each other in person. And then we just decided this was it. I'd never been to Spark. Mm -hmm. By the way, Misty Phillip is the one who puts on Spark every year. And every year it grows. 
we both know a lot of people that were coming that we've met both in real life and online. And so we have been this week introducing people to Mm -hmm. each other. And that's something I want to point out too. If you're ever at a conference or in a room with people that you know, but maybe the person that you're with or other people don't know them, be generous Mm -hmm. and introduce them. It's really important to just acknowledge other people because generosity goes a long, long way. And I really, truly can think that that's why your podcast does so well. I think that's why you know so many people because the generosity comes from you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more like Kim. Be like Kim. <laughs> you're so funny. Huh? Well, you're so sweet. Thank you for those kind words, Ruthie. Hey, and I do want to say, because we're both midlifers, that I was telling Ruthie when we first got here, I said, look, if I am ever talking to somebody and you want to be introduced to them, if I don't introduce you, I'll probably give you a little look to let you know I cannot remember this person's name. Even though we have name tags, they're not always visible, but uh, in midlife, it's not so easy to remember names. So I'm always like, just look for this look and you just have got to introduce yourself. And don't be afraid to make those connections online in real life. Again, I just I always feel like I go home and I'm like, oh, I should have met, you know, this person and, and I just didn't get a, you know, get a chance mm-hmm. to do it. So really, I guess that if there's any strategic thing, I would definitely say that. Like if anybody you want to meet, mm-hmm. make sure you do. Because I know like the speakers walk around and they're, mm-hmm. they would love for you to come up and introduce yourselves to mm-hmm. them and just get to know them. That's what they're here for. Yeah. A lot of times we think we put a speaker on a pedestal, mm-hmm. like they're so far above us, they wouldn't want to know who I am and they won't remember. Mm-hmm. But that's actually, a, honestly, it's a self-centered thought mm-hmm. is what it is. We need to just be bold mm-hmm. and step out in faith and get to know people, but go at it with the attitude of giving. Mm-hmm. Like, what can I give these people today? What can I give here in this room? And that was really my prayer because I'm not naturally an other-centered person. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I not have to work either. at it. I, I prayed before I came, Lord, help me to come out of myself and go to help other mm-hmm. people and and not just to get on somebody's podcast or try to get them on my podcast or get whatever. Mm-hmm. Help me to go. And, and when you go with that attitude of generosity instead of a scarcity mindset, God blesses that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, Kim, this has been lovely. I've loved sitting right beside you. I know. This is so fun. (laughs) And talking here today. Give us one last super community-minded tip. What would it be? Oh, gosh. Well, I have to say, since we're on Ruthie's podcast, (laughs) is, you know, I would just practice what Ruthie teaches about being authentic on Instagram, because that is one thing I will say, too. I've grown a lot of my community and gotten to know a lot of people through your community that you have, like even in Mm -hmm. your Facebook group, but just in your Instagram, all of us that follow you and comment, like we get to know each other in your comments. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's true community. And so I've, you know, made some really great friends that way, being open to any opportunity again that God gives you to grow your community. It's going to pay off and not, again, it's not in a selfish way, but just the relationships you build. It's just, it's just amazing how God uses those and it's going to bless you and your ministry way more than you ever expected. Yes. And you just never know where that those opportunities will come from. So like she said, just keep an open mind. Community grows opportunity. Well, we're going to go to the next session. I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I might just leave this in. <laughs> this is real podcasting. You know, here. we are kindred spirits here. We're just kind of laid back, <laughs> just do whatever. And we go to bed at nine o'clock because we're old women well, ladies. And, and we get up at six. It's great. All right. <laughs> go out there and cultivate community. Thanks so much for being with me today. Yeah. Thanks, Ruthie. What a blast. Follow her at Kim Stewart on Instagram and follow her podcast at Book Marketing Mania. As always, be sure to share your message your way in your own authentic voice. voice. Yes. Woo!